Welcome to episode 55 of the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. Around 18 months ago, I bought a few books on putting together a photography portfolio and put together my nature photography portfolio for the first time. I printed this out in two sizes, one for serious showing and one for dropping into my bag to show people a hard copy uh, pretty easily. I also put a copy of the files in order on uh, to my uh, Epson P2000 which allowed me to play back a slideshow to people very easily and even output that slide, uh, slideshow to a TV. Probably the most viewed version though was on my website. I created a separate gallery just for my portfolio. This though meant that uh, two separate galleries uh, had to be maintained and because I never really liked the format uh, for viewing. I find it difficult to keep my interest in the portfolio high enough to uh, update it more than just a few times. In recent weeks I've evaluated a number of ways to create a professional looking uh, portfolio slideshow that can be served up in a number of different ways including not only web but also by um, creating professional C uh, DVDs or CD videos uh, to send to people. I've just completed updating my nature uh, photography portfolio or, or recreating my nature photography portfolio and up uploaded it to my website. So in this episode I'm going to talk about the various steps taken to uh, get to this initial goal of publishing the first portfolio uh, onto my website uh, using this new software. So initially, as I said, uh, a year and a half ago, I bought a couple of books on creating a portfolio and one that particularly uh, I found useful was uh, Photo Portfolio Success uh, by John Kaplan. John Kaplan is a Pulitzer Prize winner and really knows what he's talking about when it comes to both photography and how to uh, put together a great portfolio. I'm not going to go into details of what's written in the book as I don't have permission to do so and it, it is of course copyrighted material. What I will do though is explain a few general pieces of, of advice that I gained from the book uh, that I myself have kept in mind while putting uh, my portfolio together intertwined with my own ideas and practices. If you are interested in picking up a copy of uh, John's book, by the way, you can uh, find a link to it and many other uh, books that I myself have found useful over the uh, the, the last few years uh, on my recommended reading page uh, found under the quick links section of my website at martinbaileyphotography.com. The first thing I did to start putting my portfolio together was decide what the theme for the portfolio was going to be. Uh, anyone that has been shooting for a while will probably have a whole load of images that could be dropped into a portfolio and help to, to make it work. The thing is, depending on what you want to do with your portfolio, you'll have to limit yourself to between 20 and maybe up to 50 images. For a portfolio that you'll print out and actually take to present to, say, an art director of a gallery or 
uh, editor of a magazine, you will probably want to keep your portfolio closer to 20 to 30 images. Uh, as, you know, basically these people don't have enough time to, to view them all. Um, John's book says that uh, the maximum is 40 images, which I'd say is uh, obviously good advice. But for a multimedia presentation where you can control the time that each image is displayed, I reckon you can probably push this just a little more. I still wouldn't recommend going more than 50 images uh, under any circumstances, though. So, how do you go about selecting your first batch of images? You're almost inevitably going to have too many images that you could consider including in your portfolio that uh, it would be advisable to actually add. So the process is one of eliminating images, removing the weaker ones until you have a prime batch of your best work. As I have uh, pretty, all, all of, pretty much all of my best work uploaded to my online gallery, all of my images have a unique number assigned to them, so I tend to use uh, a database to sort and segregate images using this uh, unique number. You can, of course, though, use your favorite uh, photo viewing software, especially if it has a lightbox feature to allow you to uh, sift through large numbers of images and copy your favorites uh, to another location or mark them um, with keywords is probably the better thing to do. Uh, that's, of course, if your software will allow you, allow you to list images from multiple directories based on the keywords. I first went through my gallery and created a list of various themes. I ended up with a list of images for birds, bugs, Hokkaido, uh, la landscapes, waterfalls, and even environmental portraits. Some images were added to multiple lists. For example, I have a number of shots of cranes and eagles that fall under both birds and Hokkaido. Once I had a list of my uh, best shots in various themes, I started to look through them again and decided that I still wanted to produce a portfolio that will explain what I am about as a photographer. As those who have been following the, uh, this podcast for a while will know, my passion is nature photography in particular the nature of Japan. By now, I'd actually created a database and entered the numbers uh, that I'd noted earlier into a number of collections of themes, and this allowed me to list all of the images for each theme on one page on my website. If you have access to a computer right now, go to my website uh, at modernbaileyphotography.com and click on the Portfolios button in the menu at the top of your browser window. I'm currently, obviously, uh, hiding the, the lists of all of the other themes as I've not yet uh, completed them or made a slideshow for them. But um, So, well, basically, the list will grow later. But for now, uh, what you can see is one portfolio called The Nature of Japan. Please don't click on the uh, slideshow link right now. Uh, rather, click on the View Contact Sheet link. This will open a page and display all of the images that I have included in my nature portfolio. What I want to explain here is uh, that I'm, I had a list like this for all of the themes uh, that I added images to. This enabled me to do another run-through and select another shortlist of images for my Nature of Japan portfolio. 
you'll probably be doing this yourself without the help of a database. Uh, so you'll need to either, well, you'll need to make up your mind whether to go for uh, selecting uh, all of the images for a single portfolio first or do a similar thing to what I did, uh, which is uh, select segregating on pretty much all of your best shots into various themes. Uh, but then the at the end of the day, what you're aiming for is the ability to just select a a refined batch of images that you'll take to your uh, first portfolio, uh, whether you intend to do multiple portfolios or not. Earlier I, I mentioned and then kind of took back um, the possibility of copying images to a separate folder. Um, I, I kind of like to keep things as automatic, automatic or automatable as possible. So. Um, you know, I don't like having lots of different copies of various images, so I probably would not copy your images uh, to a separate folder. Rather, try to keep it dynamic, um, as in, you know, using keywords and things like that, so that you can drag in your images into uh, multiple projects as necessary. Whatever method you choose to mark your selection, if you are going to uh, create a portfolio that will be the quintessential you. Uh, your main portfolio, then you could do some, something similar to uh, what I've done and create a portfolio of images that are re in from related themes uh, in one master portfolio. My first selection from all of my nature-related uh, themes resulted in around 80 images. Of course, this is way too many, so I had to go through and remove the weaker ones. It's important here to be true to yourself uh, about what you remove. We all have favourites, uh, image that we want to keep in. But if you know in yourself that an image, uh, albeit one of your favourites, is not quite sharp or has anything about it that makes it inferior to your other work, then get rid of it. It's a sad fact that if your portfolio is being reviewed for selection against other portfolios, it will be deselected for its weaknesses and not selected for its stronger shots. So, basically, we have to remove everything that is not uh, your best work. You might find that uh, you simply don't have uh, 20 or more images on any one theme worthy of going into a portfolio. If that's the case, by all means start your portfolio with just 10 shots, but then visualize what you want uh, to shoot to fill in the gaps and then just get out there and shoot it. You might even find that filling out your portfolio becomes a project in itself that drives your creative activities, which is, uh, it's really got to be a good thing. When I first created a portfolio, uh, as I said, around a year and a half ago, uh, once I had my 40 images uh, selected, I printed them out on 5 by 7 inch paper, and I did this for two reasons. The first was because I'd bought a small album with 20 clear uh, plastic pages in uh, which, uh, well, e each page uh, I could put uh, two images back to back, so uh, fitting 40 images into into the album. Uh, this was to be my little portfolio to drop into my bag to show people and give them a feel for what I was shooting, but it was really uh, just, I'm talking more about just uh, striking conversations in bars and things really. Uh, you can't really do a serious portfolio presentation with 5x7 prints. The other reason, though, was that I was uh, going to use these 5x7 prints to lay out on my table and decide uh, the order in which I would add them to a portfolio. 
that was going to be the order for my my main portfolio, both physical where I print them out larger and on my in my online gallery. You could though arrange the order in your uh, viewer software if the lightbox feature allows you to change uh, and maintain the position of your your selected images. By the time I'd uh, trimmed down my uh, selection of 80 images to 50, um, I simply printed out all of the thumbnails on the page, the, the page that we opened earlier um, that I've called a contact sheet, uh, although it's not really a contact sheet, but uh, the page that we opened earlier to show you all of the images from the um, portfolio, I basically just uh, printed that out directly from my browser. Uh, I selected high quality so that I'd got some de detail in them, but you can see they're very small thumbnails, um, so they're not going to be very good, very much use unless you really know the content of the uh, the, the photos. But uh, basically, what I did, I cut them all out so that I had fifty four four point five by four point five centimeter square pieces of paper, one for each photo. This allowed me again to lay out the images on my living room table and decide the order. This is probably not the best way to do it, like I say, unless you really know the content of your images um, because you're not going to see much detail, but it, it's a, it, it, was, it kind of worked for me. Um, so you can, uh, you can use this uh, if you think it might be helpful, and if not, just throw, throw the idea out. When I was working on the order for my original portfolio a year and a half ago, I tried to order them roughly by season, starting from spring, running through summer, autumn, then winter. Uh, within that order, I paid close attention to the colouring of each image and grouping similar colours together. And then when changing colours, I tried to find a common colour between uh, the slides or the images uh, being placed together. I also tried uh, keeping similar subjects grouped together within the portfolio. I had birds in one group, bugs in another, uh, flowers in another, etc. The first run I... Um, did arranging the order of my tiny prints uh, this time was done pretty much in exactly the same way. But when I finished and looked at the collection, I was really not happy with it. It seemed uh, too predictable, uh, with no sense of excitement, and uh, it was at this point that I uh, took up um, John Kaplan's advice from his book again, and decided to mix images of various subjects uh, shot at various focal lengths, and John advises to place your better shots uh, throughout the portfolio to bolster the weaker ones. What I did was I selected eight shots that I really like. From them, I was uh, able to choose my two favorites. The one that I like the best um, is to be the opening shot, and this is image number 1086. I'll add this image to the podcast for something to look at, though I'm not going to go into details of the shots I include today. And of course, I'm not going to add all of the images from my nature portfolio. That would uh, make this podcast way too large. The second favourite shot uh, was to be the closing shot. This is image number 831. In my search for the uh, favourite shots, uh, I found that now I had four rows of images. The front row of around eight shots, as I said, that included my two favourites and six other uh, close favourites. 
The second row was shots that I really like, but not quite as good as the top eight. The third row was other shots that I feel are technically well-executed artistic images, well worthy of being in my portfolio, but not quite as good as my first two rows. The last row uh, of, again, roughly eight images uh, were all shots that I really wanted to keep in, but knew that they were not quite uh, really meant to be there uh, for one reason or another. It was at this time that I decided to drop these last eight shots, leaving 42 for the final portfolio. I then simply took my favourite and placed it at the far left of my table to start the portfolio. And I took the second favourite and placed it uh, on my table at the far right, slightly lower than my first, as it was going to need two rows uh, to lay out the portfolio. I then took the other six favourites and placed three along the top row uh, to the right of my starting image and then placed the remaining three along the second row to the left of my finishing image. I then took the second row from my initial selection, it's getting a little bit complicated, uh, but the second row of my other favourite shots, um, I then broke that up and... um, basically spaced it, placed the images, spacing them out between the eight shots that I'd already laid out on the table. And I then um, took my last row, which was the portfolio worthy, but not quite as good as my second row images, and laid them out in the remaining gaps. I now had two rows of images with my best shots equally spaced between my other favourites and the slightly weaker images. Remember though, everything I have in the portfolio now is stuff that I'm really quite proud of as uh, images that represent the quintessential Martin Bailey as a nature photographer, specialising in images of the nature of Japan. I could now see my final cut laid out in front of me and uh, I could start to do some fine-tuning on the order. Quite the opposite from my first portfolio, Um, I was now trying to keep shots of similar subjects apart, away from each other. I ensured that there was a variety of focal lengths. I tried to make sure that there were not too many wide expanse landscape uh, landscape shots next to, say, telephoto or macro close-ups. I ensured that there was... Uh, not too many shots of a shared similar colour. Green is often a common colour in nature photography and does appear in many shots, but I tried to space other colours such as reds and yellows throughout the portfolio to break up the greens and uh, the paler coloured images. After a little fine-tuning, I found that the random way in which I'd placed the photos was a great start. It really didn't take much time to come up with my final order for the portfolio at all. I then input the numbers into my database uh, and I created the page, a new page with the, uh, the new order and that resulted in the contact, almost in the contact sheet uh, that we looked at earlier. I made some final changes, uh, just a few last tweaks after that, but really the majority of the order was uh, was down by the time I'd finished laying out these two rows of tiny thumbnails uh, on my uh, living room table. 
One observation that I'd like to make before we move on uh, is that uh, 36 of the 42 images that I narrowed my uh, nature portfolio down to were shot in the last 12 months since buying the 5D. I've mentioned before in the forum that your last year's work should be your best. Otherwise, uh, you may well be stagnating artistically and might need to take action to get yourself out of a rut. Of course, this may well not be true if if you're on a you know you're a photographer doing a very long term project. Um, but I think in general, uh, for people that are are shooting individual uh, locations, uh, you know, scattered around, you you probably should find that your best work um, is from your last year. I really felt this was true uh, with uh, just uh, you know a handful, uh, well maybe six uh, of my shots. Uh, in my final uh, port- for portfolio selection um, being from years before uh, the last year. So I felt good about uh, how productive I've been over the last year and look forward to continuing to replace the images in this uh, present portfolio with newer, uh, better images as I shoot for the next 12 months or so. Now for the next part of the exercise, uh, which is to create a slideshow for web presentation and also to burn to DVDs for uh, distribution, I had been evaluating a couple of uh, software packages for this purpose. And having taken everything into consideration, I decided to go with Photodex's uh, ProShow producer. They also have a product uh, with most of the features of producer called ProShow Gold, which I heard about in our photography forum a while back. But I decided to go uh, for the producer version, which is quite a lot more expensive, uh, as it has a few extra uh, features that I felt important for my ultimate goal of uh, creating professional DVDs for distribution, uh, namely the ability to brand the presentation and bit setting the DVD so that it appears as a DVD-ROM disc for um, to, to give me basically the, the best compatibility on uh, many different types of DVD players. With the aid of uh, a player plugin, uh, ProShow allows extremely smooth uh, web playback with relatively small downloads uh, that are streamed for performance. But the downside is uh, that the plugin is only available for Windows. I'm trying to found, find out if Photodex is planning to develop a plugin for browsers on other systems such as Mac or uh, Linux, but I have not yet received a reply. If I create a DVD of the show, though, it plays pretty much uh, uh, well, plays plays perfectly on a Mac OS uh, X, and will probably pretty much uh, play perfectly on other uh, DVD players. The other option um, that I did consider for the for making the slideshow presentation was Flash, um, but um, I just uh, didn't seem it. It didn't seem to provide the smoothness of playback that I was looking for, and I couldn't find a package that was also going to allow me to make uh, such powerful presentations and then output them in as many different ways as my final choice. I do have to apologize to all of those listeners that use Mac or Linux, uh, as you will miss out on the fun unless you can uh, take a look on a Windows uh, machine. The last thing that I want to say about the multimedia presentation is that I had totally completed the slideshow itself 
and was very happy with the results um, and then spent a few hours on the web searching for some uh, stock music that I could buy to embed into the presentation as a final touch. I didn't want to have to edit the music, uh, making loops, etc. So I started searching for some uh, stock music um, that was available that was over seven, t uh, seven minutes long. As the final slide show that I produ produced uh, is seven minutes long. I found a great track that I also used in uh, the intro for today's episode on stockmusic.net. Having embedded this music into my portfolio, I have, uh, I've got to say that the presentation really just came to life. If you yourself create a portfolio, uh, not only uh, do I suggest that you add music uh, yourself, I suggest that you spend uh, the necessary time to find something that really matches your images, uh, as I believe the music uh, I, I chose does. Before we close, I wanted to quickly mention that my other uh, physical portfolio, um, I said that, you know, that I created a, a year and a half ago, in addition to the 5x7 tiny one that I used uh, for portability, I printed out um, the images on A3 plus paper uh, with each print uh, slipped into a poly sleeve and placed into a portfolio box. Uh, and that in turn drops into a large leather case to house, uh, you know, to house it all, um, to transport it around. I bought this from uh, Light Impressions, uh, but the book on uh, portfolio, uh, sorry, fo photo portfolio success from John Kaplan lists uh, many other types of album and archival boxes and numerous ways of uh, producing multimedia presentations. Uh, if you're interested in that uh, book, uh, then you might want to consider picking up a copy. So the last thing that we need to do uh, today, uh, you can either wait until after I've finished or, or go now and then hopefully come back to listen to the ending uh, of this uh, episode. Uh, but if you have access to a Windows computer, go to my Portfolios page by clicking the Portfolios button in the uh, menu at the top of your browser window, uh, at my website, that is uh, martinbaileyphotography.com and take a look at my uh, new portfolio entitled The Nature of Japan. Uh, let me know what you think uh, about the portfolio too. Today I've uh, really just uh, shared my experiences in putting this uh, portfolio together and I want you to understand that I'm really not an expert uh, in this field. One thing that I do need to do next is to try and get some professional feedback on my portfolio. I am very happy with it. Um, I hope that that comes across. I'm quite enthousi enthusiastic about it. Um, I think that it's, uh, you know, without uh, blowing my own trumpet too much, uh, I think that I've, I've made a pretty good job of it, and uh, hopefully you'll, you'll think so too. But uh, please do provide any feedback uh, that you might have. If, if you, uh, you know, even if it's uh, negative, you know, please uh, do drop me a line. Um, there's an email address at the end of the... Uh, at the end of the uh, portfolio as well. Uh, again, I apologize to those uh, that don't have uh, access to a Windows machine, so you can't view the portfolio right now. Uh, please do check back later, though, as I'm going to continue to work on a way to allow all uh, visitors uh, to my website to, to view the portfolio. I, I did um, try exporting it as a high-quality uh, MPEG-2 file and the 
the size of the file was 270 megabytes. Um, and that was the only MPEG uh, quality that I was happy with. I I did a, a high quality as, as a, opposed to a super high quality. And um, there was just too much pixelization in the transitions. So uh, the, although that the file size was only 70 megabytes, um, only 70 megabytes, um, I, I really just don't think that it's uh, it will do my portfolio justice to show it you that way. Um, the the final um, file size for the the slideshow that you can see now uh, is uh, 18 megabytes, and like I say, it's streamed down. So as long as you have a relatively fast uh, uh, internet link, you should be able to view the um, the the slideshow in relative comfort. Uh, you will probably have to uh, install a plugin, um, which is another thing that I really did want to avoid. Um, but you know, Flash also requires a plugin if you don't already have it. So I've kind of talked myself into the fact that I, I really just like this uh, particular solution just because of the smoothness. Um, so uh, yeah, please do go along and take a look, and hopefully that you'll like what you see. So if you aren't already off watching my portfolio or you're back after watching, I hope this episode has been of some use. If you have a body of images and are serious about your photography, I strongly recommend putting together at least one portfolio to showcase your work. If you take your time and do a good job of it, I'm sure you'll be as proud of uh, yours as I am with my port new portfolio. I also uh, just noticed that a fellow uh, Photocast Network podcaster Jeff Curto of the Camera Position podcast has uh, just released a, a podcast with advice about putting together a portfolio too so if you're starting to put your own portfolio together uh, it will be uh, probably uh, very useful to check out Jeff's show as well and uh, it would be a great chance uh, to catch up on some of his other shows uh, while, while you're at it if you don't already follow them Finally, a reminder that uh, if you're not already a member of the forum at my website, please do sign up and, uh, and join in the lively discussions that are pretty much taking place constantly these days. We have a, a great crowd of uh, civil, polite and knowledgeable members, so uh, please do come along and get to know us uh, a little better. Of course, uh, there's always the, the thank you to the uh, existing members uh, that really do make the forum uh, such a great place to hang out so thank you to you guys uh, for being so great and uh, thank you to everybody for listening so have a great week uh, whatever you do bye bye the martin bailey photography podcast is a member of the photocast network find other photography related podcasts at photocastnetwork.com